2: Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast episode 118. I'm so glad that you're here and I appreciate your time with me because I know there's so many other options out there. With this podcast, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them with conversations with other vegans as well as conversations about overall wellness and vegan entrepreneurship because this is is so much more than food. This is such a lifestyle. So I love to dive into all of those topics. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. And also be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram. Let me know what you think of this episode of the podcast. I am at Brown Vegan over there. So yes, in this episode of the show, I have Rashida Joy on here. Rashida is a plant-based weight loss coach. She helps people get to their ideal weight and have healthy relationships with food. In this conversation, Rashida and I are going to talk about why she decided to transition and basically how it was a way for her to change the legacy of her family, her experience with being a personal trainer, some of her favorite meals, some of the mindset shifts that has to happen in order for you to lose weight and eat plant-based. We're also going to chat about how Rashida has been using TikTok and Instagram Reels to spread awareness about health and just a better lifestyle overall. And my favorite question to ask Rashida is what health means to her. I absolutely love her answer to this question. As always, you can get all of the show notes at brownvegan.com under episode 118. And don't forget to follow Rashida on Instagram. Her Instagram is Rashida Joy. So yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation. So
3: I decided to go plant-based cuz my mother was diagnosed with colon cancer when I was probably in my 20s and I learned a lot about food, like how we what we eat and how it affects our body, how to prevent certain illnesses and cancers and things like that. And she taught me a lot about, you know, Dr. Sabi cuz she was trying to heal herself, you know, with herbs and just changing the way we ate. So it took me a few years to finally transition but you know, my mother; she was definitely the reason why I decided to go plant-based. And I had a long family history of cancer. My grandfather, my grandmother, all passed away from from cancers, various cancers. So just trying to change the course of my life. So I made that that change to go plant-based. It was it wasn't easy, but I just felt like it's something I had to do. And I'm, I'm very very glad that I did it and able to help other people learn how to make that transition too because a lot of people are suffering with these family illnesses and don't know how they can overcome them or or, or break the curses.
2: Yeah, so you just decided to try, just change like I guess the future for your family for sure. So, what did those early days look like, Rashida? Like what did you eat when you first went vegan cuz I always like to ask this question. I feel like it's different for all of us, but what were some of those first like those early meals that you started to make for yourself or buy?
3: OK, so first, before, <laughs> before I went vegan and people always are like, you know, oh, you know, you might just be disciplined. You just went vegan. I'm like, no. Growing up, I was a ham hock, oxtail eaten ribeye. Like I loved all those <laughs> animal foods. But when I first transitioned, my diet looked like kale. Brown rice and 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 black beans. I mean, that was like the only thing I knew for sure was vegan, and I wouldn't mess up on, you know. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. that didn't last too long because I started gaining a lot of weight eating all those carbs (laughs) and and getting bored. You know, it's just the first thing I knew. I knew beans were vegan, so I just loaded up on beans, and it just was not a good look. (laughs) It was hard.
2: So, did you? So, it sounds like you probably weren't much of a cook before you went vegan. It was kind of like something that you just had to grow into. No,
3: see, actually, I love to cook. I've, I've always, like, growing up, I wanted to be a chef. Like, I, oh, wow. I, yeah, I've always loved cooking, enjoyed cooking. But, you know, when I used to watch my mom cook, grandma cook, they always cook with meat. So, I, I had to find a way to open up my mind to be able to make vegan food without. The butters and and the meats and and the dairy—it was just like a foreign concept. But once I kind of started researching and looking at how you can make macaroni and cheese or something without the actual cheese, and how to make plant-based cheese, it was—it came quite naturally. But I just had to get used to a different, a different taste and just different products and learning how other people do it. You know, it's—it's every culture has their own family traditions. And, you know, coming up until Thanksgiving, a lot of people just feel like everything has to be the exact same way as your parents cooked it. And there's no new way. But if you just start getting online, getting on YouTube, you'll find all kinds of recipes to make things look the exact same way that you're used to them looking and really taste good. So just opening up my mind helped me learn how to cook plant-based and, and feel satisfied.
2: That is so true about the mindset shift because it's so different. It's so different. And I didn't realize how easy cooking was before I went vegan because it was literally, we ate what the same three or four meats and then we would just put fries with it. And that was it. It was really simple. And then it's just a whole new world when you become vegan because it kind of forces you to like really think of it in a different way.
3: Absolutely. And then you're like, this is what this really tastes like. Like I never had greens without meat in it. And then when I finally cooked it, it was like a Thanksgiving. I was like, so this is what greens really, really tastes like. And oh, if you want something smoked, you can add liquid smoke. And that's what's making a smoky flavor and not necessarily that you need, you know, ham hocks
2: or, you know, smoked turkey to make something taste really good. Yep. That is so true. So these days I know that you are a personal trainer. And you like, I guess you specialize in weight loss. Cause I know that we've talked about that a little bit before. So tell us about that. Like what made you make that shit? Well, actually let's back up because I know that you were in the military and that's something I did not know until until like what last week that you were in the military. So talk about like, cause you weren't vegan in the military, were you? Or
3: No, I wasn't.
2: (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) weren't. Okay. So let's talk about your, like your military, I guess, experience and what made you transition into being a personal trainer.
3: Right. So all through High school. I was always athletic. I played basketball, and I was a cheerleader. So I was like the girl trying to play both, <laughs> both sides, <laughs> like, like, right? like a real, real tomboy girl. Like you know, just doing the most. <laughs> you know, I went to the military because I wanted to see the world and travel and serve my country and get money for school. So that definitely helped me learn about discipline and how to motivate people. You know, I, I was never challenged until i went to the military how to help people you know it was like one of my my first callings found i was really good at being able to motivate others and, and inspire them actually so military definitely helped with that and then i became a trainer after i did a couple like a research i had a project in college and it talked about how exercise can reduce your chances of getting cancer by 50% and i couldn't believe that like I had to go look it up on American Heart Association, you know, the reasons why people get cancer. And it said 50% if you exercise at least 75 minutes of vigorous exercise three times a week, you can reduce your chance by 50%. That was mind blowing to me, especially coming from a, you know, a person that my mother had cancer, grandfather had cancer, you know, my grandmother had cancer, many people in my life had it. So I felt like, if I exercise, I can reduce my chances. And then, if I take it a step forward and get this certification that you pay for, <laughs> you know, I will yeah. always stay committed to it. You know, I always stay committed, and I won't stop doing it because everybody knows what it's like when you start something and you're just like, I know I'm not going to stick with this forever. So I didn't want to do that. So I decided to become a personal trainer. And then when I, you know, started working out, and I started seeing results. People started noticing results. And, you know, fitness sometimes just gets this rap of being like a physique thing. But I was actually in it so that I can live longer. And the physique came second. And then I was able to kind of help a lot of women learn this new practice of exercise to live longer. And that's how Pretty Pump Fitness came along. Nice. So what, did you, what year did you start Pretty Pump Fitness? So I started like, you know, my whole business. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I got the personal training certification. And I just opened up, you know, an LLC. This was back in 2014. And I was still working in corporate America doing engineering and oil and gas. And I just kind of had the business, you know, just sitting there. And then I got laid off of my job in 2016. And, you know, I was like, I've never been laid off or fired from anything. So I didn't know what to do with myself, but I, I had took a course just recently before that talked about authoring my own life, like being able to say what I want to happen in my life. And it was perfect, divine timing, because I was able to say, I'm going to work for myself. And that was scary, you know, that was scary, but (laughs) I was like, what I needed, because I wouldn't have been the person that would have quit my job to go be a personal trainer, like, No, you know, had a great job doing engineering. I could work at a a lot of other companies, but I would have never quit to pursue a passion, you know. So it it took me having to get laid off for me to decide I'm going to do what I love to do. I'm going to do something that really can help some people because that's my purpose in this life is to help people. And I wasn't doing that, you know, sitting behind a desk.
2: Yeah, I hear you. So as far as weight loss, what are some of the concerns? Because um, I think it's come. you come from a different place in this, in the fitness space, because not only do you focus on weight loss, but you focus on the veganism part of it as well. So if someone wants to come to you and they wanted to be a client and they're not a vegan and they're not working out, what are some of those early, I guess, mindset shifts that you would have to work with them on?
3: Well, if they're not vegan, and usually when clients come to me, they're like, I want to be vegan, but I really don't, you know, know, and I kind of want to be vegan to lose weight. And, you know, I have to kind of stop them in their tracks and and just have them write down the reason why, right? So beyond, you know, being vegan or plant-based, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to, you know, be healthier? You know, trying to figure out these whys, and that's going to be the driving force, to have them start any, any kind of transition or any kind of weight loss or vegan journey, their reason why, and then just kind of helping them, you know, with adding more things into their diet. So with my new clients that are like, I want to lose weight, we just go through the process of adding more things and not necessarily taking things out of their diet. Mm -hmm. So adding more fruits, adding more vegetables, you know, if they're still eating meat products, that's fine, but we want to replace something with something else or add a side salad, add a smoothie, You know, try different things. And then next thing you know, they can eat a whole day of plant based foods or a whole two meals that are plant based. Because sometimes when people transition to being vegan, they feel like they're removing so much stuff. But in all honesty, I've put more foods into my diet being plant based than I've ever put in, you know, eating meat. Like I just opened my mind and this whole world of all kinds of different foods that we didn't even know existed. You know,
2: so true. I love that mindset. Thank you. I love that. I'm gonna start using that on other people when they say that to me because it does feel like a, it comes from a place of scarcity. When you say, "Okay, I can't eat meat, I right. can't eat dairy, I can't eat eggs," but if you say, "No, I'm adding this in," it just it just changes everything. It changes the game. So I really love that. I love that you mentioned that because it just comes from a place of abundance. Big exactly. sound, yeah. Know,
3: yeah. Not everybody, I'm like, I'm a greedy person. Like, I love. <laughs> Food. I love my clients say every time I'm on a call with them, they're just like, Rashida, we know you love food and I'm like, Yeah, I wanna eat a lot of it. And being able to switch to a plant based diet, I can eat so much and not feel like I gotta do the five small meals a day. Like that wasn't working for me. And Mm -hmm. when people transition into like a weight loss journey, most trainers will tell them eat five meals, small meals a day. And you know, for some people it works, but for me that wasn't working because I Mm -hmm. wanted to feel like Satisfied, you know? So if you just fill your plate up with an abundance of fruits and veggies and, you know, different sauces to make things taste really good, you'll always feel satisfied.
2: Yeah, I love that. So what are some of your favorite dishes then? Like, what do you enjoy eating? Because I know how it can be sometimes. I know for myself, I end up eating the same thing, especially when I get busy, the same thing every week. Right. It can happen that way. So what are some of the things that you, first of all, let's talk about some of your favorite foods and then just talk about some of the things that you notice that you are eating because it's just, it's convenient for you. So some
3: of my favorite foods, let's see. I like, I like spice. I like, things like ramen. I like chickpeas. I like kind of like hearty comfort foods, but I've learned so many, like I've learned so many more foods that I never even knew existed. Like say dates, for example, I have a serious sweet tooth. So I never even knew what a date was before I transitioned to being vegan. Like I've heard of it, but it just looked like a raisin and I really wasn't messing with it like that. But when I finally tasted what a date was and how you can make it into like a caramel and put it into dishes to make crust, pie crust, it was like the most amazing thing ever. But I love having lots and lots of vegetables. Mushrooms this year has been like groundbreaking for me. I never liked mushrooms before, but now I love them. Oyster mushrooms, trumpet Mm -hmm. mushrooms. So I just really been enjoying that. And one of my, and you know, eating the same thing. Over and over again isn't bad because that's actually one thing I I tell my clients to do if they're trying to lose weight, right? <laughs> because we can't just go eating all over the map. If you can know exactly what you're eating, that really really helps. But my go to dishes are chickpeas. Like I love chickpeas, curry chickpeas, creamy chickpeas, coconut chickpeas. Throw those in the pot, let that cook, and come back home and it's done. And it's it's really good. Eat it over some veggies and or some quinoa and that's like my go-to.
2: Do you usually tell your clients to prep their meals to keep things simple so that they can lose weight? Like how do you feel about batch cooking or meal prepping? Is that something that you usually teach?
3: No, that's a that's a tricky one because, you know, COVID right now has changed a lot for people. Some people have the opportunity to be able to cook every day. And then some people, you know, that still have to get up and go to work can't. So I I like Meal prepping or batch cooking because it kind of just puts you in a mindset that you know what you're going to eat when you get home. You know, so that you know you're not needing to stop through a drive through (laughs) on the way back home. Like a lot of people get tempted, but the mindset of knowing I have food at home really helps you, you know, stay clear of those temptations when you're driving home. So if you do write down a list or, you know, buy your groceries on a Sunday, things that you know you're going to cook throughout the week. It really will save you money and it keeps you out of those tempting situations (laughs) like, you know, Chick-fil-A and, you know, those drive throughs when you're on the streets, you know. So I I like meal prepping. The only thing about meal prepping, too, sometimes people tend to overeat, you know, like I also believe in intuitive eating. So, you know, if you make this whole meal and you're not feeling or you're not as hungry, you don't have to eat the whole thing, you know, or if you're more hungry, you can have something additional you know so you know for that it's it's kind of based on each person but i am a fan of you know scheduling out your meals so that you don't get tempted so what do you mean when you say scheduling them out right so you know on sunday if you go grocery shopping you know if you can just buy your meals up until wednesday or say, okay, Monday, I'm going to have you know chickpeas on Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. So I'm going to make some Tuesday tacos with some walnut meat. And then Wednesday, I'm probably going to make this chickpea because I know I have a meeting and I'm going to be busy. And then that just kind of sets your mind that you know what you're going to have each week. And it's not necessarily that you had to cook everything at one time or that you, know, you had to sort everything out and portion everything, but you just have the idea written down that I know I'm going to eat on these days. Considering your your schedule, you know because uh, yeah. like, you know we have like, oh, I got a really busy Friday, and I won't be able to do this, but instead of me just going to Panda Express and grabbing something, I got these you know bag salads, I'm gonna just eat one of those, you know, so mm-hmm. just putting some thought and intention to what you're eating.
2: I know you love pizza as much as I do, and that's why I'm excited to tell you about my favorite vegan line of pizza from American Flatbread. Shout out to them for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So I've been a vegan since 2010, and I remember the days of not being able to find a good vegan frozen pizza. That's why American Flatbread is the perfect option for you. So of course 2020 has been very interesting for so many of us, and because we're not really able to have as much time together, American Flatbread is all about upgrading our pizza night with familiar toppings, easy instructions, and of course it's an overall healthier option. I have to say that I am so thankful to be working with a brand that I've been loving for the last several months. I've been buying their vegan harvest. It has mozzarella cheese and fresh herbs. I would say that my boys love the meat lovers the most. It has vegan sausage, vegan pepperoni, mozzarella, great flavor and texture. I really love it as well. I would say that that's my close second after the vegan harvest pizza. As a listener to the show, I want you to take advantage of a special offer from American Flatbread. All you have to do is go to AmericanFlatbreadProducts.com slash shop and enter the discount code VEGAN10 to save $10 off of your first purchase. Once again, that is AmericanFlatbreadProducts.com slash shop. Discount code vegan with the number 10. I also make sure that I add a link for you on my website under episode 118. After you let American Flatbread upgrade your pizza night, let me know what you think of their products because I know that you'll love them as much as I do. Yeah, that is so true. I love that. And, And then you don't have to, I like how you said it was only a few days at a time opposed to being like the whole week because if you are someone who is not used to meal prepping or even grocery shopping like that, That could be a little daunting to plan for the whole week. So a few days at a time to kind of get people in a groove, I think is really good. That's a great tip.
3: Yeah, especially if you have families. That's the the thing. A lot of women are are going plant-based, but they have families they cook for, you know, and they're cooking two and three meals. So just take it, you know, two days at a time. Know what you're going to eat. Also try to incorporate some quick I call quick foods like you know those bag frozen salads and not frozen the bag salads. Yes, <laughs> like, I like those. Get a couple of those and get a can of jackfruit. You can cook up some jackfruit that will last you two days, and you just top it on your salad, and it's quick. And you don't have to worry about you know cooking a heating up the whole house, you know, because you have to cook something every single day.
2: Mm-hmm. As a trainer, okay, let me ask you this: <laughs> How do you feel about? processed vegan food? I kind of think I know your answer based on the last reel that you did. And I saw you, well, no, you didn't really judge it. You just said, if you want to lose weight, you shouldn't be eating processed foods. But how do you feel about it? Like overall, like in your life, is it something that you kind of partake in sometimes? Or like, what do you think? Do you think people should have cheat meals? What Mm -hmm. do you think about the process? Because there's so many amazing vegan options out there that are packaged up. But from a a trainer perspective, what do you think?
3: No, (laughs) no, no. Yeah. I mean, just like everybody else, I think it's phenomenal that they're making so many options for us, you know, because I remember when you would go out with your friends to Fridays or Chili's and they had nothing for us, you know? But I I'd be think the fries would be good. <laughs> right. it's like you can get some broccoli, get some fries and that was it, you know? <laughs> but now it's like all these Impossible Burgers and Beyond Meat Burgers and, you know, they got all kinds of stuff. So I think it's phenomenal for that, you know, when you go out and you're with your friends, you're able to get something to eat. Now, bringing all that stuff into the house, I'm not a big fan of it, you know? I treat those processed foods as cheats. So, you know, if you if you're actively trying to lose weight, you know, and you've seen some progress, then go ahead and and treat yourself to something delicious, you know. But they're they got a lot of chemicals in them. And it's amazing when people decide to take those processed foods out of their diet, like the weight just falls off. You're like, no, right. away. Treat those as treats, you know. And especially if you are, I guess the big controversy is like if you're Going vegan for another reason besides health, you know, people have at it and they go and they have all the, the fun vegan things. And then people that are trying to go vegan for health and then they're wondering why they're not losing the weight, it's usually because they have too many processed foods into their diet. And, you know, even if people that people that eat meat, you know, we shouldn't be eating burgers twice a week either, you know, even if you did eat, you know, chicken breast and turkey, You shouldn't be having turkey burgers and pizza and all these, you know, cheat meals. They're still considered cheat meals and people get confused because they're vegan. They think that they're healthy and they're not. You know, there are a lot of great benefits to them, but they're not going to help you meet your weight loss goals.
2: Yeah, that's so true. I like I really love these products, but. I feel like I've gotten better over the years with like not being, I used to just gravitate to that stuff because it just felt so familiar and it was just mm-hmm. really good. And now I'm just like, I still eat it, but not nearly as much as I used to. It was pretty, <laughs> I used to, I used to yeah. love eating that stuff, but like, and I probably always will. Like you said, it's a place for it. It's a place for it in everybody's life. If you want it.
3: Yeah. And it does. When people are just transitioning, it does make them feel like they have something familiar, you know, because the texture is there and, you know, but the thing is getting people out of it. So if you've been eating, you know, garden products or beyond meat, ground beef, and then I tell you, hey, cook some mushrooms up, it's then now we're in a real transition. You know, now now we're doing something that's really different to actually eating like cooked veggies. Like I know vegetarians that don't even really eat be- vegetables, you know, because you don't. Girl, I know some vegan who don't eat vegetables. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't exactly, don't. right? Because you don't. You don't have to, you know? So (laughs) I'm basically here just to help the women that are like, okay, I want to be vegan or I want to be plant-based and I don't know how to actually eat the vegetables, you know, so.
2: Right, isn't that crazy? Because I mean, it's not crazy because a lot of us, we grew up eating like the same couple of fruits and vegetables and it was like an afterthought. It wasn't like the main part of a meal. So then when we become vegan, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to eat some of those nasty vegetables that I ate as a kid that was overcooked. -hmm. and not seasoned properly. And I'm like, that's gonna be my life. They don't realize that, oh, you know, I could really make this good. This could be my life, you know. So that's Mm -hmm. a that's a very good point as well, is that it's not gonna be you know, how it was when you were probably younger. Not saying that everybody experienced that, but some people didn't eat like vegetables because it wasn't seasoned properly or cooked properly. Exactly. They they don't
3: like it now. (laughs) Exactly. Because you got to learn how to cook all over again. So I kind of help my clients with that with lots of, you know, videos on how to cook vegetables, season them, right? But the other thing is, you know, if you grew up not liking vegetables and then you have children... And you don't like vegetables. So your kids end up not liking vegetables. And it's just this <laughs> only, you know, thing that just kind of keeps going on and on and on. You know, your kids don't like broccoli because you don't like broccoli. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you cook broccoli, you learn how to cook it the right way and you start to enjoy it. Your kids will
2: enjoy it. That's so true. So how has COVID tra- changed as far as you being a trainer? Are you doing like virtual work or like how is that looking for you these days? It's been great, actually,
3: because <laughs> I've I've been an online trainer for some years. But oh, okay. it, yeah, when COVID hit, it really forced people to let me check this out. Like, let me let me see what online training is really about, because, you know, in the traditional mindset, you have a trainer, you see them twice a week, you know, and then boom, boom, boom. But now that, you know, a lot of the gyms are closed all over the country, it's allowing people to kind of. See, well what exactly is online training and what is what is virtual training and does it actually work? So it's been great for me. I've been able to reach a lot of women, help them with their fitness goals. Online training definitely works. It works better than in-person training because I'm able to see my clients all the time, you know? (laughs) Like I'm able to hop on calls with them. I'm able to monitor how many steps they're taking through my app. I'm able to see how much food you're eating and what you're eating. So it's It's been great. And I think a lot of people are kind of getting hit to online training.
2: Yeah, because I feel like we're about to be shut down again. So unfortunately, I
3: feel the same same way. we just (laughs) here in L.A. We're just waiting on them to say something. Especially now, you know, our immune systems are are getting compromised because we're not going outside as much. And, you know, we're not around people which all help build our immune system. And we can't be right now because of COVID. So we have to do things such as exercise, get sunlight, change our eating
2: habits, include our vitamins so that we stay healthy. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk, let's kind of shift gears for a second. Let's talk about TikTok, okay? And like, what in <laughs> the world are you doing over there, Rashida? Like what's going on with Instagram Reels? What's going on with TikTok? Started on TikTok. Oh man, you know,
3: I looked at TikTok and I'm 36 years old and I'm just like, I don't feel like- Why did I think you were in your late 20s? No, I'm 36.
2: I am so serious. Oh, girl. Mm -hmm. Yes. And
3: I I was like, I don't feel like playing these kid games, you know? That's how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not with these kid games. I'm already over Instagram and all these new changes. And when COVID hit, I kind of went through a little, you know, a little down time. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. We all felt uncertain, but I saw people having a really good time on TikTok. So mm-hmm. I said, OK, you know, I'm, let me try one of these little dances because, you know, I mean, you know, I just I, I'm just a joyful spirit. I, I like to have fun. So I was like, let me try one of these dances. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot of fun. And then I found a way to kind of incorporate learning and teaching people about things with the dance moves and stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. it's so just like myself, like my friends and I'm very silly, very, you know, goofy you know, if even to say, (laughs) so it just, Mm -hmm. like, it just fit like, oh, I can really just be myself and be silly and get people's attention with these principles. I'm really trying to teach them about vitamins and iron and weight loss. And they get it, even if it's only for 15 seconds, you know, I made an impact just for a minute that they might not forget, you know? So just putting those together, it's been great. I've gotten a lot of, a lot of good feedback. So it's exciting. I'm, I'm really really
2: happy about it. And it's yeah, fun. Yeah. Cause you know, I will say this and during quarantine, like the first part of quarantine, I was on TikTok a lot, like watching a lot of the dancing and the videos because it was helping me like get in a good mood. So I did mm-hmm. watch a lot of it, but I had to delete the app. Cause I noticed that I was on there too much oh, and I was yeah. like, I'm never going. And my thing is if I'm not going to actually post on there, I'm like, I don't need to be on here. So I deleted it. But I, I remember just being on there. Like, okay, I just love seeing all these people dance and like have a good time. Cause we're all like stuck in the house. And it's I did hole. feel like it did help with my mood. Huh? Say that again. It's a hole. Like
3: when you get on there, it's just like one after the other after the other. Yes. Like,
2: right. Just-
3: I deleted it. I deleted <laughs> I think back in June. And I was like, girl, I can't be on here. <laughs> like This is too much. It, it is a hole. Like you just get sunken in there. And but I, I honestly just feel like, you know, that's my tribe. Like I'm like, oh, we're all silly. And you can just kind of make fun of yourself and just have a good time. And people that are creative. And it just it felt like, wow, it's cool to be yourself because there's a lot of us goofy people out there that are, you know, trying to just show our individuality. So I really like TikTok. And then when Reels came out, it was like, oh, now I'm allowed <laughs> to show this side of myself, you know, so it's it's been fun. Yeah. What's your schedule look like? Are you posting on there weekly or two times a week? Yeah, about two times a week. I'll make an Instagram reel or something like that. And I really put a lot of effort into it, you know, because I want to give people real information, things that actually help them. You know, because mm-hmm. I think people got turned off, especially people in my age
2: in bracket. They got turned off. because it was girl, like, Well, you keep saying that. I swear I thought you were like 27. <laughs> but that's good. Black Girl Magic. <laughs> hey.
1: hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> people
3: just got so turned off because it was like people just doing these dances, you know. And... Once you found or found out how to get some really good information, you know that's when the game kind of changed. You know, people actually saw the value in TikTok, but and then with Instagram Reels as well, it's like oh, you can kind of get a little fifteen-second clip of something really helpful.
2: Hmm. Definitely. I like I like the reels too. I like watching them. I don't watch them as much because I know it can be a whole just like TikTok was for me. So I try not to look at them a whole lot. But you know, people that I follow, I look at theirs as it come up on the the feed for sure. I really like looking at those. They're fun. So let me ask you this though: What does healthy mean to you? What does that mean? Healthy?
3: Well, you know that's a that's a big question. I know. <laughs> but, is. It is. I know. but it's it it encompasses so many different aspects of, of health, you know, cause you can have a six pack of abs and have low body fat and your mental health, you know, is, is, you know, affected, you know, so mental health, being physically fit, healthy, spiritually healthy. And th- that's why I, it all kind of comes down to being plant-based, you know, not to, you know, go back to that, but When I transitioned to being plant-based, my mind got clearer, you know, and I was able to deal with different emotions that I didn't know that I was dealing with, you know, things that kind of helped me back. And a lot of times when you're not mentally healthy or, yeah, where you're in your mental health or your spiritual health, it all kind of shows in your body, Mm -hmm. right? So then there comes the excess weight, you know, and then you're tired, you know, so Digging into yourself and digging into your spirituality and those traumas and things that happened to you when you were younger all are a part of being healthy to me. You know, and then once you dig into some of those areas in your life, you're able to then become physically healthy, you know. But overall, just keeping a really good mindset, keeping your body fat down, you know, I'm always going to include that, keeping a healthy body fat. Because I believe that is important. You know, there are a lot of people that you don't have any chronic illnesses, you know, such as diabetes or high blood pressure or anything like that, but they are overweight and that just makes them susceptible to a lot of other diseases that we don't necessarily know of right now. So I'm a big fan of keeping your body fat low and just meditating, <laughs> praying, yeah. keeping your 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 third eye, third ear open to be able to receive, you know, talks and receive Messages, you know, to, to to guide you. So healthy is is something that's a it's a wide range, you know. And I'm not saying that it, it means you have to be a size six or anything like that. But working on your mental health will all make your physical health even better. <laughs> I, know that's I agree. <laughs> yes,
2: I knew you were going to give me an answer like that. That's why I asked you. I knew I kind of put you on the spot. But I was like, I knew you would come up with something like that. <laughs> yeah. and I just love that answer. So true. It's all. It's just like a holistic.
3: Yeah. sure. Yeah, And trainers, sometimes, you know, we get the rap of like, oh, you know, just lose weight, lose weight, lose weight. But, you know, when I'm talking to women, you know, as a coach, there are a lot of reasons why they can't just lose the weight. You know, and it's not necessarily because they don't they lack discipline. It's because they're dealing with something emotionally. You know, Mm -hmm. there's something that happened or something that they don't want to talk about and they talk about it and then they're able to lose the weight. Because when you have a lot of pounds packed on you, it's usually a result of something, some emotional distress, you know?
2: Mm. And sometimes you just need a coach to kind of help you get through it. You do. So Rashida, before we wrap up, let us know about your coaching program and like how we can follow you on Instagram or whatever you want us to do. Just let us know. Yay. So
3: Instagram, I have, you know, Instagram.com at Rashida Joy. I just changed my name too. So it used to be at Pretty Pump Fitness, but it's at Rashida Joy. And my coaching programs are phenomenal, just to let you know, because they're mm-hmm. they include plant based nutrition and personal training. So, you know, if you're trying to transition or you are thinking about it, you wanna have a more like a healthier nutrition guide, I'm basically the coach that's gonna help you do that. You know, a lot of people other trainers focus a lot on protein, 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 because that's all, you know, the the old way of, of thinking. But my packages are online. I have a new program coming out. It's called PB6. It's plant-based for six weeks and all women can join. You know, if you've been plant-based for three years or you've been plant-based for five minutes, you can join. I'm going to teach you how to incorporate a plant-based diet along with exercise and along with just like healing practices to kind of heal your body from any illnesses you may be going through, how to increase your iron, how to make sure you're getting the right vitamins into your body. So it's going to be a really great program. You can learn more about that at my website at prettypumpfitness.com.
2: Rashida, thank you so, so, so much for being on the podcast. This is such a pleasure. And I'm so happy that Shauna connected us. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. Girl. And that, yeah, that we'll continue to. I know that we'll connect on social media. I just love watching you on Insta stories. I love watching your reels. I love looking at you on your feed. So thank you again. It's such a pleasure having you on the podcast. It
3: is so great to be here. I mean, I've been looking at your podcast and I'm just like, oh my gosh, one day I'm gonna be on there. And it's just been a really great time. Thank you so much for being so kind and, and just giving me the opportunity to do this. So I'm, I'm blessed.
2: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week. Brain
1: fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.